Yo, microphone check one, two, what is this? Just kidding. Uh, I have no flow whatsoever. It's the most okayest podcast. My name is Clay Waddell. Thanks for tuning in to the show. This week is kind of mailed in mode for me. I know, I just came back. I've been on a hiatus roughly since October. Haven't had a whole lot going on with the podcast since then, so it's time to give it some love. However, uh, I did do an interview with the Off Day podcast, and uh, I want to make sure that you guys get to experience that. And as I alluded to on last week's episode, I know that Justin, who is in charge of the Off Day podcast, is going to air our interview as well on his own platform. I'm going to let him drop his his content first out of respect for him giving me the time to just dominate his uh, his airspace. Uh, once that is up and running on the Off Day podcast, which if you're not subscribed to, go and check it out. It's very entertaining. It's, it covers a lot of topics, UFC, human behavior, a lot of different elements on there that are very interesting to me. And if you find anything interesting about this show, you'll probably find some stuff interesting about his show as well. So without any further ado, here is the interview that Justin did with at the most OKS podcast uh, on his show, the off day podcast. Hope you guys enjoy it. And I'll see you on the backside. The show itself is really just, it's potpourri kind of handpicked. What's really something I find interesting because I believe, you know, if you can speak about something, and it's interesting to you, it's going to come across to your listener as um, worth listening to you just gas bag into a microphone for, you know, whatever it is, 20 minutes an hour, however long your podcast goes. So, yeah, um, yeah, this that, podcast I'm doing right here is a off day podcast. And um, it's really kind of just random stuff that I like to do on my off day where uh, I wouldn't want to subject another host to or something like that. So I kind of get it on that part. Oh, excellent. Well, great, great minds, man. Great minds. <laughs> right. right. I, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you if you had another thing to say. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I've been going on too long. I was becoming a nervous talker. So, no, no let's... Uh, you're good. Well, let's um, carry on. Well, I really like the, the title of the podcast, though. Most okayest <laughs> podcast. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, I, maybe because, personally, I like to self... Uh, degrade a bit um, yeah 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 it worked was, yeah it worked was, like everyone's like some people don't get it but you know other people do and then when they finally get to know me they understand what's going on when i self-degrade but whatever sure. yeah yeah no if you can't have any self-deprecation in your life i mean you're you're full of shit and you're probably a really difficult person to get along with so right. uh the, the more uh the more likely you are to make a joke of yourself um, or make fun of yourself, I think people are going to find that endearing once they kind of uh, they realize what the, the the gig is. Right. Um, the other thing I wanted to say is uh, your Twitter is kind of cool because you have a, a Aqua Teen Hunger Force um, Halloween costume as like your picture. <laughs> That's right. Me and my uh, my buddy Zeke. This was back in college, and I still had hair. Now that you mention it, I'm looking at that um, <laughs> that, that image. But yeah, I dress up as Carl, and um, I, I just remember uh, countless nights of just uh, binge watching that show when DVDs were a thing, and I just loaded up on all the seasons that I could, and uh, obviously, uh, you know, watching it um, on TV late at night, just countless bong rips. <laughs> and drinking tons of beer uh, with uh, with friends that 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 show so holds its best. It's just a special, special place in my heart. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I used to watch that in college too. Um, actually, so much where I don't know if you remember the, this, but they had ringtones. Like a, it was like an answer machine. You could uh, download these things that you could put as your answer machine in your cell phone or something. Um, so oh my like, god! Did they have the Moon Knights? Uh, yeah, they're the Moon Knights, uh, for sure. And <laughs> <That's> I, <glorious. laughs> yeah, well, I ended up using one as a, as like one of my answer machine things. And, um, I was trying to get, I was going to college and I, and I was going to get a job too. Um, and it went to, it went to speaker and the, and the person was like, well, um, you know, I was going to ask you to come in for an interview, but after hearing that, um, I don't think you need to come in for an interview anymore. <laughs> Uh, and then ever since then, my my voicemail has been the most professional thing 
ever. And I get compliments on it. They're like, dude, your, your voicemail is super professional. I'm like, yeah, well, I, I, you know, <laughs> fool me burned. once. Yeah. <laughs> I've been burned for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. And I don't know if the creators like thought no one would put it as their, the voicemail or what, but stupid me did. And it was like, of course, if I'm applying for a job, of course not to have that as your stupid ringtone or your, your voicemail. Well, they hit their demo if they were going for that. So <laughs> nice work. Right. I know. It, hey, it's so, we all live and learn. Yeah, right. No, I know. It's it's one of those things you can laugh at now. But at the time, I was like, oh, man, I'm so stupid. Like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Um, yeah, but uh, I don't know. That show, um, I, to me, it was kind of hit or miss. I, I, I liked it at times, but um, I don't know. Other times I was felt it kind of slow but. oh for sure I, I realized that when I lost uh, a girlfriend because I was more into the show than her then <laughs> uh, my priorities might be a little out of whack yeah yeah adult it was weird man um, I'm assuming uh, that we grew up kind of around the same area where just technology just kind of increased like, like no other um, talking about you know voicemail and all that kind of stuff oh for sure i mean it, i think it, yeah right i mean like i i was born in 1980 and so i've lived through an era without the internet an era with uh napster an area of time with dvds and all i mean as a view obviously but it's just it's crazy to reflect back and be like Oh my God! I actually did push like a hoop down the street with a stick right. at one point. That was entertainment. So yeah. Yeah, we, we used to go and, and ride bikes, and uh, we'd tell our yeah. parents, "Hey, we're going to be home at at eight thirty, and yeah. they had no way of contacting us or even knowing where we were. Right? You know, you could be abducted. You could be um, out. You know, doing God knows what. It's just, it's crazy how times have changed. Now kids don't want to be more than a foot and a half from their uh, their electronic devices. Right. You know, they're, all, they're always connected. Well, I don't know. So there's something my wife and I do. Um, when we go out to eat, we try not to, like, be on our phones or anything. But um, we'll see uh, elderly people <laughs> on their phones, like, not talking to each other, but they're on their phones. And uh, we always tap each other and we're like, hey... Those uh those millennials over there they're really they're really connected to their phones, you know. There it's probably oh. like a grandma on the phone liking a, a granddaughter's picture or something on Facebook, you know. We're all yeah, guilty. grandpa. Yeah, and grandpa's looking at it, Pornhub or something. So. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, no, it's true. You're right. You'll be out in public and especially in a restaurant setting. I've seen what you're describing happen plenty of times right. where it's just uh, an elderly or elderly couple and they're uh, more interested in um, their iPhone than their spouse of 50 years or whatever sitting across the table from them. Right. We're, we're all guilty. Bizarre. Yeah, we're all guilty oh, yeah. for sure. Um, so what is the e etiology or the beginning of your name uh, most okayest? I kind of glossed uh, over that. I apologize. No, no worries. I basically was... I. Going back to the self-deprecation thing, I was starting out and like, okay, well, I'm going to make a podcast. Um, you know, I'm not really sure what it's going to be about. It's, and then I decided it doesn't have to be about any one thing specifically. Um, just, you know, make it a kind of a catch-all. And people are going to like it or they're, they're just going to move on to the next thing and say, oh, my God, the off-day podcast is the shit. And, <laughs> and, uh, and I think that it just kind of came to me like, you know, well, let's just do the most okayest. And it was kind of inspired by uh, a friend of mine that I uh, spent some time with during the summers. Steve, uh, my family has a cabin uh in rural eastern Oklahoma, we go there a lot during the summer. There's a river, and it's it's beautiful. We get to hang out, drink beer, go kayaking, all that good stuff. And uh, he and his brother were exchanging, uh, I think it was like best man and groom gifts prior yeah. to uh, one of them getting married. 
Right. And one of them got a shirt that said, most okayest brother. <laughs> so, you know what? I'm going to just be the most okayest podcast. So, <laughs> it, it really was, um, yeah, off of, off of a fucking t-shirt. Nice. How long have you been going? Well, um, truthfully, I hadn't recorded a full-fledged episode since October. Things got just crazy um, between work and uh, family life. So it's been kind of um, it's been a long time coming between episodes. But I began in June of 2017 and ran through the beginning of October, mid-October, I want to say. And I've been, uh, thank God for the holidays, I've been off for a good amount of time and I've been able to get a lot of stuff in the can. So nice. uh, starting in 2017, I'm going to be doing a lot more in the way of just trying to keep a, keep a regularly weekly release of the show going. I'm going to be having more guests on. And I just think that that makes the, the show flow. I think some of my most listened to episodes, my the ones that people say they got a, a bigger kick out of are the ones that aren't just me, you know, talking about this, that, or the other. Yeah, so, I agree. It's, but it's, it's tough, you know, when you're doing it solo, you're trying to just create the content and, you know, you think you've got a home run and you look at it, you've got 25 minutes and you listen to it, parts of it back. At least I do. I mean, geez, I'm, I'm kind of a self-serving jerk in that respect, but I mean, how else am I going to grade myself? Um, you know, it's just, you go back and like, Oh man, my, I just cringe at some of the, the, either it's, like grammatically incorrect or a bad edit or something. And, uh, you know, but you just got to live with it. You just go on. And For sure. I, so that's my new year's resolution. Just, you know, stay on top of things. Don't be so, uh, don't be so tough on myself. I think the raw product is probably something people will appreciate more. And, you know, we'll just get more people on there to have conversations with. Right. Yeah. I used to, um, I used to totally edit my stuff, and then I just stopped. I'm like, it takes too long. Um, and, and like with you, you know, this comes after my work, my family, you know, in in priorities. You know, even after my uh, like going to the gym and stuff like that. Like this is like not all the way last, but it's like low. You know, if I miss an episode, whatever. But, yeah, for sure. Oh my god, you just hit the word that's making me wince right now my wife took me to this um gym that she's been going to now for probably like six months it's this uh just like you know interval circuit training place oh yeah and i know what you're talking I, about yeah and so i hadn't i hadn't been to one of those in years like i'm 37 it was probably when i was like 23 that i last went to one of those i mean my idea of a workout now you know, hey, get on the elliptical and you go for 45 minutes. No biggie. You know, you get up to like 450, 500 calories burned. That's excellent. Now, you wouldn't know that I had done that given the holiday weight that I've been putting on oh, this too. past week. But this place tonight, I get in there and I am just soaked by the yeah. time this thing is over. And I'm right now I'm like I'm pounding red wine. Just loving life. So, uh, but yeah, it's, you're right. I mean, it's priorities, and uh, podcasting really shouldn't be in the top three. Right. You know, as, especially as you, as a married man, and you know, you've got it in professional life. Just it, 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 it can understandably fall back from the hurt. Right, for sure. You have any um, anyone that inspired you to like? do podcasting i do i I'll, I'll just say it straight up um the first person that i was listening to on the radio was adam carolla i really loved adam carolla and dr drew and loveline um great yeah and then um ever since i mean no shame here i i loved loveline so much and even even adam carolla stuff even though he got he got kind of really political lately um i'll still turn him on every now and then but um but a lot of the stuff I, I just don't need to hear. But um, yeah, he was, and and I was always um, inspired by the way that he could uh, 
word things and describe things and um, all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. He's a terrific wordsmith. And don't sell yourself short here because Loveline is and was fantastic. Always will be. Yeah. I mean, it was a great show because there was, you know, a degree of anonymity and people could, you know, talk about things that, you know, they obviously weren't able to talk about with their sexual partner uh, or their or their life partner, their their husband, their wife, whatever. And it, you know, it, that's a great example of someone that can uh, just, just kind of open the, the door where you want to be like, I've got to be doing something in the same vein as this guy. Yeah. But I guess to answer your question, I, you know, I knew, I'd heard her back a podcast and I never really thought I'd be into him or listen to him. And now, I mean, my work day, I, it's seriously, it's just, there's one earbud in that there's a podcast going into my brain the whole day. So I, but the inspiring people that made me want to actually, you know, take the plunge and, you know, become a creative type, which I really am not in any other aspect of my life, would probably be the guys, uh, with the last podcast on the left. Um, Serial was great. I thought Sarah Koenig's um, has done great work there. And then uh, Embedded is an NPR-sponsored uh, podcast. And Kelly McEvers, she, this recent season, has basically been about all the people that are um, kind of on the periphery of President Trump's uh, business life and also uh, have been brought into his uh into his administration and the depth in depth reporting that uh, she did was just amazing. And her, just her cadence and everything really is, uh, is an inspiration. Other than that, I would say uh, it actually would come down to sports. Uh, <laughs> Dan, Dan Lebitard and Stu Gotts on their show on ESPN radio I, I honestly don't think I've heard anything that is more just uh, impeccably produced and just bucking the uh, you know the the corporate higher ups, bucking the suits and saying like you know we're going to do this show our way, you know they keep it they keep that uh, loyalty to their city of Miami, and uh, I don't think they really actually come off as these crybaby liberals that a bunch of the haters of their show want to say that they are. I think (laughs) he's more interested in having a genuine conversation about, you know, just the uh, kind of what happens off of the field or what happens as a result of something on the field and that occurs off of it. I mean, CTE, I think he's really been able to do some good reporting on his show about that. I think that his whole take on the acquisition of the uh, Miami Marlins has been great. And he just has some awesome, like, you know, if this show, if his show was taking place in like 1995, sometimes he has a guest list that would be like to die for. <laughs> so that, that make, cracked me up because that was a formulative decade for me personally. So yeah, long, uh, again, Long gas bag answer to your simple question. <laughs> no, 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 no issue with that at all. Um, yeah, no, I had a couple of questions pumped in there, but I, I can't remember. Um, oh man, man, I have a habit of doing that. Sorry. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Last podcast on the left, I uh, I heard about it, and I knew a lot of people that listened to it, but um, I haven't really listened to it myself. I heard it's kind of um, I don't know if it's raunchy or whatever. But that's what uh, that's the only criticism I hear about it. Yeah, it's definitely crass and sophomoric at times. But uh, the research that those guys, well, uh, their their lead guy, their main producer, Marcus Parks, he's the guy that does all of that. And he does a great job and he's just fantastic. And then you have uh, a couple of guys that just come and sit down and kind of riff with them. <laughs> and to be fair, one of them does do some research for the show. Oftentimes he's playing more of a character because he is a character actor um, and his job that probably pays him the big bucks. Um, but yeah, that it's, it's 
it is a little bit. Uh, it's just not for everybody. I think I think you're right. Raunchy and sophomore those those are uh, those are two good descriptors for that show. <laughs> but I have a I have a serious man crush on one of the three hosts. His name's Ben Kissel. He's great. He uh, also does a uh, politically focused podcast called Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, and he uh, is able to do some guest spots on uh, Fox News and uh, the RT Network, and um, he's just really putting himself out there, very fearless. He ran for the Brooklyn Borough president recently, and uh, yeah, came in fifth place. He actually got about 3,000 votes, so uh, it's pretty amazing. But yeah, that show, uh, if I had to go like kind of a 1A, 1B, it would be uh, last podcast on the left in uh, Dan Levitard's show with uh, with Stu Gods, for sure. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of crazy uh, for a time of, uh, in politics right now, too. I do uh, I do turn, tune into some politic uh, shows, but um, I don't know. I mean... What's been, yeah, there's, there's so much to say. Yeah, oh, no. there is. There is. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a crazy time. And I like it because it gives me um, no other time I've ever really cared to hear, you know, opposing sides state their positions than I do now. <laughs> just, be, just because I want to see, okay, who really is going to win uh, the Crazy Mofo Award of the day? Because it's it's not even. I mean, you, our president can't stay off Twitter right. for more than a day, um, and all of our um, you know congressional representatives are just uh, well, they're either involved with a sex scandal or an extor- extortion scheme or you know something else. So we really have been and then we have Donald Trump as president. So yeah, we truly have right. the best reality television in the world. So Trump can hang his hat on that. He has made us great again as far as reality television goes. Oh man, I don't know. I, I might rather like I don't know. Um I, I do say that with facetiousness. I no, really, I mean it's a tra- it's a train wreck. I hear you. I hear you. Yes. Yeah. For sure, um, yeah. Um, gosh, where was I gonna go with this? Oh, d- just recently I saw that um, Trump tweeted something about global warming, and Vinny or something from <laughs> the Jersey Shore was like, "I think it's a little more complicated than that." And people were like, "Wow, Vinny's kind of saying he thinks that there's more science than just <laughs> it's gonna be cold out, so there's no global warming," you know. Uh, how bad? How bad do you feel if a uh, Jersey Shore cast member is kind of correcting you? You'd be no. Well, actually, guy, right. um, he was the president. That's that's pretty gold. <laughs> and I don't want to get too far into that, you know, kind of stuff. But sure, um, yeah, sure show. Yeah, yeah, get me out of this. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, so for work, I do um, uh, like social science stuff, um, psychology stuff, um, at two different hospitals. Um, I try to stay kind of vague on it just cause I don't know. Well, yeah. oh, that's understandable. My, my wife is a, uh, middle and high school counselor. So trust me, being, being vague and leaving out the specifics is something I'm quite familiar with. So, right. but good on you though, man, that's a very admirable profession and <laughs> people that do it don't get enough credit because we have a, we have a really big problem with mental health in this country. We don't have to wait very long before somebody with issues picks up a gun again and does something stupid. Yeah, so. it's kind of crazy. Everyone wants to say, um, I mean, I say literally everyone wants to say, um, you look at the left and also the right, they all say, hey, it's not a, you know, right, we'll say it's not a gun issue, it's a mental health issue, but then it's like, where's the money? You know, people people with mental health issues don't have money. Like, they're not paying us, you know. Who's paying us is the hospital, and the hospital's paying us because they found that it um it lowers recidivism rates if they have, you know, someone like me on the floor, that kind of stuff. So it's just a really hard thing to... As a society, we should just put more money into mental health. That's all I'm saying. Like... <laughs> 
I couldn't agree more. Yeah. You know, again, good on you. And I'm, of course, I'm sitting here just being, you know, somewhat flippant and throwing it out there. But it's absolutely important. It's something that we need to pay more attention to. And it's it's funny because there's a couple of people that are my age now that did fight either in Iraq or Afghanistan. And, you know, they... The, the common thread actually is like, you know, I'm not always okay. Some of these guys were, you know, in the thick of combat. Some of them never were near a bullet or um, an IED. And, uh, but they're just, they see the people that were, uh, were, you know, greatly affected by it. And it's, that's just the microcosm when you're focusing on the military and we look at it. If you expand that radius, yeah, we got a lot of uh, we've got a lot of shit that we need to deal with here. Right, and, and the VA is good, but um, there's a lot of things that they lack, and a lot of times it's like follow up care for that kind of stuff that you're talking about. So that, yeah, that kind of sucks. Um, yes. What yes. uh, what what kind of stuff do you do where you can listen to podcasts? If I can ask. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm a team production leader for a wholesale company uh, here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And what we do is specialize in the mass distribution of screen printing materials. We don't actually like, you know, make your graphic T-shirts. You're going to see it Old Navy or at an online uh, T-shirt vendor. But we would supply that uh, that material that's going to be applied to the T-shirt, and then we've recently cracked into the kind of craft market, the people that have Etsy shops and all that good stuff. So we've been uh, doing some more direct sales as well as using our distributors um, with our uh, with our products to uh, just to kind of have a better year to year than we've seen. Uh, in the past few years so business is good and it's definitely not the sexiest thing so no that that's a, yeah that's a pretty cool business man i mean especially uh we watched the the show the profit <laughs> and yes, they always, that's a good one. yeah they always they always end up going to like a company like yours like you know like to because they're producing the stuff inside their house and then they're like well we gotta find a place that mass produces it for a l- lower cost kind of thing right right yeah, that's a that's a great example. That's a wonderful show. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah, it makes sense too. So, that's it really, also kind of yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say that's really cool that that you do that kind of stuff. So, it also kind of conveniently dovetails into my uh, get trashed with, room with, and kill list because I'm through Cal, uh, Colin Coward on my kill list. And uh, he's a big fan of the profit. That's the only reason that um, little uh, crossover occurred right there. Is he? Colin well, Coward? Yeah. He, I remember when he was on ESPN radio but, uh, before he jumped over to Fox. He, um, yeah, he, I think he even had the host. I, his name slips my mind. Mark, Marcus uh, Limonis or something. Yes. Yeah. And he, w- he was on Colin's show while he was uh, still at ESPN. No and it was kidding. more than yeah, it was more than once. I'm I'm almost positive. So, but it, yeah, so um, that's why I just kind of just slingshot it all over the place there. <laughs> no, that's cool. Um, I I don't know how I feel with Colin Howard at all. So you, so you have one of those you, you prepared a, a get trash with a room with. Oh, a, I did. I've got a I've got a few names under uh, under each category for sure. Um, the Yelp reviews, I'm really going to have to get back to you on because oh, that's I know when we were corresponding before we got on here to record your, your show, uh, that was something that sounded fantastic. Yeah. Like th- those are really fun to read. Yeah, dude, for sure. Um, but <laughs> they're, they're pretty hilarious, especially if you've been to the place that they're talking about. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. I'm going to have to pull some of these up. My most recent kick is just like looking at what people are willing to put up for sale on uh, Facebook's marketplace. That is just, oh my, I can laugh for just like an hour straight looking at what people really think they can get money for. It's pretty. 
anything you've seen recently? Because I saw something recently. Oh, uh, the funniest thing I saw yesterday was um, was breast milk for sale. Dude, I saw that too. And, it's yeah, like, it's like two yeah. bucks for eight ounces. Yeah, it's a thing. It's totally a thing. I, yeah. I had no idea until yesterday that women were, you know, like, you know, like, no, I'm putting my baby on formula, and uh, this milk, the organic stuff, yeah, I'm gonna sell it. <laughs> and and then uh, there was another thing. Well, it was since the University of Oklahoma is playing Georgia in the college football playoff on New Year's Day. Oh gosh! Uh, yeah. There's tons of Oklahoma, um, just gear flooding uh, the marketplace in in my neighborhood. That is, well, and this one this one guy put up uh, a official game day jersey of Baker Mayfield, and it wasn't even Baker v- Baker <laughs> Mayfield's number. Like, blew my mind. Who um who do you got in that game? Who do you think will win? Oh, you know what? I think I think Oklahoma wins. Uh-huh. I don't think that Georgia is going to be able to stop them. And this is really, really difficult for me to say, just because I'm an Oklahoma State uh, graduate. Oh, gosh. So okay. I, I I definitely would love to see the the Sooners just lose and lose in horrible fashion. Oh, but man. I don't. I don't know. The Sooners have not seen a defense like this. But then again, Georgia has not seen an offense like Oklahoma's. So I think in the college football era, um, your best defense is a good offense. And I think that Oklahoma definitely has the edge there. Even though uh, Sony Michelle and Nick Chubb are two very good running backs, I just don't know if they're going to be able to play keep away and keep uh, uh, Mayfield and everybody else on the sidelines. Gosh, I don't know, man. I mean, Georgia, Georgia's good, and they're fast. I'm not going to undersell them. I don't want to undersell them. I, just, I know that I've, I've seen the movie too many times where people uh, don't give OU a chance, and then, and then they win. The best example that is to your point is uh, Clemson from a couple years ago where they just moke right through Oklahoma. Right. So, and, and I feel it, I feel like no, Oklahoma's like a a fourth quarter team too. I feel like mm-hmm. they at towards the end of the game Mayfield starts making things work. I don't know. I I see Georgia winning, but I hear what you're saying though. I Justin, I want I want them to win so bad because it, it's the the soul crushing <laughs> experience that I get to go and see with so many co-workers of mine and just people in this state in general, if that result occurs, oh, God, 2018's off to a great start. <laughs> right. right. Well, um, th- so the way that we were playing, uh, that we were playing uh, Get Trash With, uh, Room With, and, and Kill, was uh, we would have three, we'd do three names, and then you would uh, throw them in those categories. So... Um, for one of them, I'm trying to think of what what we did. We um, we did Joe Buck, <laughs> we did uh, okay. uh, Skip Bayless, and then we did uh, uh, what's that guy's name? Not Stuart Scott. Now I'm being racist here because it's it's another black commentator. <laughs> don't God. worry, don't worry. On my list of names, I've I've got men, women, and you know people of color. So don't worry. <laughs> um, who's that guy? Stephen. Stephen, Stephen A. Smith. A. Smith. Yeah. So it was those three. It was um, Stephen A. Smith. Um, uh, I forgot what I said before. Jeez. Okay. No, you've got uh, Skip Bayless, Stephen A., yep. and Joe Buck. Yep, that's who it was. And then I'd say I would get trashed with Joe Buck because <laughs> he wouldn't be doing a broadcast. And he's actually a really good storyteller. Yeah. Like, he almost died when he was getting hair plugs because of the anesthesia. Oh, geez. Um, so that was in his that was in his book. It was pretty funny. I would say I would room with Stephen A. Smith because the conversations could go all night. And I that guy is just he is. I I love to listen and lose his shit. Just it's so great. Yeah. Um, 
even though I disagree with him a lot, it's just he's just a, he is so uh, his conviction is is very admirable. I wish I had half of it. And then, of course, killing Skip Bayless. Who wouldn't want to kill Skip Bayless? <laughs> you know, we, we had the same exact ones. Um, <laughs> kind of similar reasons. I was like, I think, you know, for a night, um, it, yeah, like uh, Joe Buck would be all right to, to get wasted with. Um, and then Stephen A., he seems like a clean guy. Probably keeps the place all clean. and Oh, yeah. Um, keep his like stuff a German from, yeah. yeah, he'd probably keep his stuff away from my stuff, you know, probably clean his dishes afterwards. And then, uh, I mean, I think that Skip Bayless is just the easiest answer for for kill on that one. Oh, God, yeah. If you're going to throw out three names, he's... Right. Yeah. Well, bullet in the head. Sorry, Skip. <laughs> Dude, I just... I I don't know. I He... Anchor, I think he, that's part of his thing, is that he tries to aggravate people. But, I don't know. He's, he's just annoying. Yeah. And allegedly, he's really like a... A great guy. Once you get him out of that, um, you know, first take kind of setting where he's just got to, you know, stake out his position, hate on LeBron, whatever. But I, I again, I just, man, that guy rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. Really grinds my gears. <laughs> um, when I first saw him and uh, Jay Crawford, I was like, man, what is this, Disney? So I actually called up ESPN. Um, but the number that they put on, it's like a technical support number. But they, the dude, like, entertained me. Like, he was still like, oh, hey, what's your thing? I'm like, what is this, Disney? Like, And he's like, yeah, we're actually, we're actually owned by Disney. Um, I was like, are you kidding me? Because, like, Jay Crawford and Skip Bayless, they were, like, you know, full of makeup on, uh, I think it was, like, cold pizza or something when they first started. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, what the heck is this? Like, you know, Jay Crawford had that goofy, fake smile the whole time, and it was super, like, PC. I'm like, what the heck is this? You know, I'm used to, like, Mike and Mike. Mike and Mike are pretty PC, too, but um, they weren't like what cold pizza was. I mean, I don't uh, know. No, I think that was something ESPN just wanted to try, and they were like, hey, something new, you know, we're going to throw a topic out here like it's some raw meat and uh, just let two mad dogs go and get it. And it, it worked out well. I mean, there's still, that model's been emulated all, all over the place. I mean, look, Skip Bayless didn't have his contract renewed ESPN. Fox hires him with Shannon Sharp to do the same thing. Same thing, yeah. yeah. And it, yet, I, don't, I can't even find Fox Sports 1 on my television oh, i don't man. know where that i don't know where they are but i know nef- i definitely know where i can find max kellerman and Stephen a smith for sure <laughs> yeah no i uh i i have to uh i have to know where that's at because i like to watch ufc so i don't know channels. yeah for sure <laughs> max kellerman's pretty good um he, he's really good actually Oh, he's turned a, he's turned a corner too. Like I think he's finally he and he and Stephen A have kind of figured it out how they can uh, play off one another, right. and you know they they do a pretty good job of um, you know making kind of a caricature of themselves and presenting it to the world. Although Stephen A thinks that that's not the case, I can guarantee it. But Max is definitely up there. Like no, I'll. Uh, I'll step out on this limb and, uh, you know, just see where Stephen A will go with it. And it's, it's quality television. It ends up pretty, I mean, like, <laughs> I keep harping back to it, but Levitard will stop his radio show and go straight to first take because the, they're running, uh, his local hour is running concurrently with uh, first take. And he'll be like, no, no. We're stopping our radio show. We're gonna. Th- this is a uh, audio medium, but we are going to watch television together. And they'll just they'll pipe in first take, and it's just because Stephen A is literally blowing a gasket. So oh nice. It's a uh, yeah. It's pretty entertaining. Well, um, okay. You gave me three. Do you mind if I give you three? Yeah, dude, for sure. Oh, okay. Uh, I've got George Clooney. Taylor Swift, <laughs> and 
I've got, I'm trying, I've got four names here. I'm trying to pick the last one. Um, let's go with, I do, I'll go with, uh, Alex Jones. Are you familiar with Alex yeah, Jones? Yeah, I'm familiar okay. with Alex Jones for sure. Okay. okay. This, right, that's this, the low hanging fruit. This is easy <laughs> for me. This is easy. For, I think that, I think you're thinking different though. This is easy. So, um, room with is easy. Taylor Swift. I mean, she's a female. She's gonna be cleaner. Um, I don't know if yeah. it's that. I don't know if it's that easy though. I know that she'll be cleaner. I just I don't know. She'll never be there. She'll be on a tour. That's true. That's true too. I was just wondering if it's a two bedroom, like a two bedroom, two bath. But if it's a two bedroom, one bath, I might rather go with uh, George Clooney because all the hair. Like getting clogged everywhere. If it's <laughs> if it's just her bathroom, I'm I'm completely fine with it. But if it's like if it's my bathroom too, you know, I know that she would pick up her dishes probably. Um, just generalizing. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. So, um, it w- and you have a really good point. She ran to her all the time. So, that would be that. Um, the one that I think that you might think is different is uh, get trash with would be Alex Jones for sure. Oh yeah, you flipped it up. There. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he is entertaining. Um, he is crazy. He is an he's a crazy individual, and he uh, he thinks crazy <laughs> things. And um, I would just love to hear him rant, uh, and I would feed him alcohol just to hear him rant more. Um, and then I could only take it for a night though, so that's why it's good for uh, just get trash with for a night. Yeah, fair point. Yeah, and then Clooney. Um, I have nothing wrong with Clooney. It's just you know he's he's the second best in both categories. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I, I think I don't know. I think that Alex Jones, um, to your point, would be fun because he had. I think he could have melted a breathalyzer the day of uh, Trump's inauguration. <laughs> uh, but it was uh, that's a, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. <laughs> Yeah, man. You know, I, I would probe into it. Yo, Pizzagate, blah blah blah. You know, I would, I would, I would make him like just tell me all these conspiracy stuff, and I'd feed him more and more alcohol. Yeah, you I mean, need to, you need to do a podcast in that voice because I think I was just talking to Alex. <laughs> oh, <for> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it was convincing. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm assuming. So what would yours be then? You know. Oh, with the same three? Yeah, with the same three. Okay. Um, well, just it's kind of anticlimactic because I would just flip. Uh, I'd flip Jones and Clooney. Okay. I'd, uh, I'd get trashed with Clooney, and I think I'm probably caught up just thinking of the uh, Ocean's Eleven days and um, listening to the, um, the kind of the actors' commentary as the movie plays and. Brad Pitt talking about the scene with uh, Clooney and Julia Roberts and Clooney's like I'll have a whiskey and then she'll have a whiskey and he gives her like this little fingers like no just two fingers for her a full glass for me and Brad Pitt's like no Clooney's more of a vodka guy so I, I, for some reason I cannot figure out why I remember that and I'm like yeah it seems like Clooney would be fun plus he's got millions of dollars and we can Go drink at some swanky bar. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Alex Jones but, does too. Yeah. You know he does. A lot of people give him money for. And yeah, God, I know. God, I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. But they give him money. <laughs> yeah. Right. It, it, the wars is the thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, um, see, my <laughs> issue, my issue with Clooney is I think that he's um, kind of uppity. Um, like oh, like, he's so fucking uppity. There's yeah. no doubt. I, I don't like that stuff. Like a couple business trips, I went to these uppity things where they're like, "Oh, you got to have like a you know a suit jacket or whatever," and it sucks. I hate that stuff. I can't stand that stuff. I know it's it would not be my first pick either. <laughs> but if if he's picking up the tab, and this is a guy that's like willing to call his uh, group of like fifteen closest friends and give them all a million dollars cash pay the taxes so they get the full million apiece. Uh, I'm willing to take his his high horse, heavy-handed, you know, nonsense for a little bit. I think he could have some good stories. but Yeah, see, the, the thing that I keep picturing is that movie Up in the Air, 
where it's just mm-hmm. depressing and he's just drinking on airplanes. That's all I can picture, and I'm like, I don't want that as a. I want crazy Alex Jones, airplanes are great lizard people. <laughs> They're making the frogs gay, you know that kind of stuff. <laughs> like, Fucking Zionists are coming know? for your kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we would be yeah. raging. We, we would we would get kicked out of like five bars, you know, just because he was too loud, you know. So yeah. Did you happen to see that uh, clip of him when he had been? He was in Seattle, and I'm not sure when. Yeah. When it occurred, and the dude was totally an actor. Yeah. Well, it was a stand-in, total yeah. stand-in. Yeah, totally an actor. So what happened was that he was like trying to follow people, and people were like flipping him off and stuff in Seattle, and then he finds this guy, and he's like almost not harassing him, but then he gets like coffee poured on him, but it's not burning because he doesn't react like it's going to burn him or anything. Well, and the actor is smiling the yeah. whole time. Yeah. Like, I'm so in on the joke that I'm going to break character. Like, yeah. Played in some. Well, yeah, I, but that, that's so good. That's I actually followed that, and um, someone posted that that guy is a, it's like a, like a pro wrestling uh, manager kind of thing. Oh, he's, so he's like a wrestling heel? Yeah, he's like a wrestling oh. guy um, in the independent circuit, so he's not like super well known, but someone recognized him and and outed him so oh jesus yeah well that makes a lot more sense now right <laughs> i know but I, I was pretty convinced it was uh it was fake but i was like <laughs> i think yeah. at one point i looked over at a friend i was like i wonder if uh you know that guy that you know is accused of organizing all of the uh the democratic protest uh george soros right and i'm like right. I, I wonder if george soros paid that guy <laughs> my friend was like oh dude Alex Jones right. and picked this role yeah. just for this. Alex Jones did. He he might even pick the other guys in the video too. He might have like just set it all up. Oh yeah, good. To, well, on his on his end, if that's the case, good production, good direction, and you know, way to fool um, hit his target audience. I'm sure. All right. So why why would you live with Taylor Swift over Alex Jones? <laughs> well, let's see. For, as you alluded to, um, I, could, I, I couldn't live it, with that guy. I could just I, couldn't. No, 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 no. Definitely, it's out of the question. He'd get he get pushed out of a window, or there's it would become a news story, guaranteed. Right. right. Um, no, but Taylor, I didn't even think about the two bedroom, two bathroom. But even if it was. One bedroom, one bathroom. I mean, she's yeah, she's on tour, she's recording, or she's making some like sort of public appearance somewhere, or you know, she's jetting off to uh, have some international date with her latest, you know, boyfriend. And I think that that'd be fine because her bills are going to be paid on time. Right. Um, I'm never going to have to worry about that. She's going to have to worry about my end of the rent, not right. hers. Right. Alex Jones is the type of guy where, like, he would be making a bunch of money. He's like, I don't know if I can make rent right now, you know. But he's buying a new Rolex, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that kind well, of he's, he goes to Vegas and blows it on the craps table. Right. Like Just that. out of control. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. And um, I, I would rather do plumbing than have Alex Jones as a roommate, I would say. Yeah, there's plenty of things I'd rather do than have him living <laughs> yeah, in the same group as myself. Hey, that was a pretty good one, though. I mean, yeah. yeah. No, I mean you you made good choices and you, you illuminated <laughs> me with the uh, getting trashed with Alex Jones yeah. or uh, yeah. flat out killing him. See, so for me, you know, Clooney is the second in both of those. Like, you know, I mean, getting trashed with Clooney. The, the thing that I, I like more is that Alex Jones' energy and also that he's a, you know, more more people's person. Um, Clooney is just, I don't like that, like, wearing the monkey suit, you know, wearing the suit and tie. I don't like that stuff, you know? So I know Alex Jones would go to the grungiest bar with me, and we would, like, he'd be fine with it, you know? Um, and then living with, I, Clooney wouldn't be a bad choice either, but I just think that, you know, Taylor being on tour, uh, she'd probably be cleaner than Clooney too. You know, Clooney mm-hmm. would probably Clooney would probably bring the party back to the the apartment every now and then. You know, and I'm just like trying to play video games or, you know, I, I work every other weekend. I'd probably be trying to sleep. You know. You know, and he, I think he's a dad now, so he might bring the kids over. And right. Just, yeah, there's a lot of variables. Right. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, 
And I say that as a uh, as a stepfather, so I probably should just shut my fucking mouth. But, um, no, um, it's all hypothetical. So no right. harm, no foul. Right, no harm, no foul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did one of the presidents, and that was kind of fun too. But um, yeah, I didn't have any ready for you. I'm sorry about that. No, no worries. I was just when we were. Um, we were trying to get this thing dialed in. I was like, well, okay, who would I put in under, you know, each heading? And um, so I came up, um, yeah, I came up with a few names, but yours, yours were good too. I like this. <laughs> yeah. I like yeah. it. Yeah, I tried to make it all uh, in a similar uh, similar theme kind of thing. Of course. But um, you got anything else for? Man, no, not, not at the moment. I know that we could, uh, I definitely want to come back on the, with some Yelp reviews, if uh, you know, if you'll have me, yeah, for and sure. we'll, uh, we'll we'll compare notes there. But no, I, I that's all I that's all I got here. You've given me a, a wonderful platform. You've got a great show. You do a good job, and oh, and it's uh, it's awesome that you uh, that you offered me the opportunity. I'm I'm grateful for that. Hell yeah! I mean, uh, well, whichever platform you want to do, I'm cool with whatever. You know, I think it's kind of similar. So, yeah, I'm good. Well. No, we'll keep it going, and hopefully, if uh, things work out well enough, uh, we'll get you on my show, and we'll, uh, yeah, we'll derail into whatever, uh, whatever comes our way. Sounds good because man. Uh, I, I think that'd be fun. And uh, J- yeah, Justin, keep up the great work, man. Um, I appreciate what you do, and uh, thanks for having me. Hey, yeah, thanks. Seriously, thanks for uh, figuring it out tonight. I, uh, <laughs> behind the curtain, it took a little, a little bit of time, but that worked out for sure. Yeah, it's funny that, you know, we're both podcasters and only one of us knows how to work Skype. So, uh, and it's not me, spoiler alert. Uh, Yeah, but uh, yeah, be good, my man, and we'll be in touch. And um, yes, it's it's been great, and we'll uh, we'll have to do it again sometime. Most okayest podcast right there. That's uh, That's, that's it. I'm jealous, jealous of that name. So, all right, man. Thanks for being on. No problem, Justin. Have a good one. All right, you too. Later. Well, guys, that was Justin doing a great job of interviewing me on his show, The Off Day Podcast. I really appreciated that opportunity. We had a good time. Looking forward to doing it again in the future. Hopefully, he'll be able to come on uh, the most okayest podcast, and we'll get together there and see what we can do. In the meantime, though, you guys have a great rest of your week. Thanks for tuning in for this episode. I've got a really fun one coming up next time for you guys, so stay tuned for that. It's my wife and I's holiday recovery party and uh, interviewing our party guests and uh, getting their responses to some interesting questions, or at least we thought they were kind of interesting. So we'll see you guys next time. Have a great rest of your week. Later.